Here by the Owl podcast is a podcast for owlets and wise owls alike. Join hosts Nikki Fiddle-Eye-Doll and Brianna Briegel along with rotating owls from across the country as they discuss what it takes to advise from time to time. Our podcast is fueled by the true knowledge from empowering agricultural education instructors and ripen with the wisdom you will never learn in a textbook. Welcome back to another episode of Here by the Owl podcast. Today, you are stuck with just Nikki and I. We are here to share a fun activity that we have done lately. Both of us have done it in our classrooms, and it actually got started by Tam Maddock at our Lab Days event this, this summer, and it is called Careers from Producer to Consumer. So Nikki, why don't you start out with just kind of explaining what that activity really is? Yeah, so this is created by Tam and we're excited to share um, how we both did it because we did it a little differently than I think Tam created. Uh, and I had to do it virtually and Brianna got to do it face-to-face. So we'll get to share two ways to do it. But basically from uh, careers from consumer to producer is a fun interactive way that Tam, you know, kind of envisioned to showcase to kids all the careers that it takes to get an item um, from the farm to the consumer. And in in her example, and in the way I did it, I can't remember how you did it. I used milk. Is that what you used as your product? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We both use milk. Uh, You could use any product. Uh, So the example we're going to share with you today, uh, the item that we're starting with is milk and we're using props and um, costumes and fun things to showcase to kids how many careers it takes to get that carton of milk uh, to the grocery store. So, yeah. So, Brianna, why don't you talk about how you did it? Because you did it, yours was most closely related to how Tam did it, I think. Yeah. So, I did it with both my seventh and my eighth graders because this is my first year with the seventh and eighth graders. So I really wanted to try to gauge what they understood about careers, especially careers in ag, and just to kind of make them more informed consumers as well. So I had them, um, I had a box kind of like Tam had at lab days um, with all of the props in there so the kids can't see them. Tam normally wraps hers like in Christmas. Like a huge gift. Right. And then like on there, she writes like to the eighth grade class or whatever class you're doing it with. Now I have four sections. I have two sections of seventh graders and two sections of eighth graders. So I didn't wrap mine just because it wouldn't have probably worked with four different classes doing it. But I mean, I definitely could have too, just to kind of build that suspense as students are coming in that into the room and they're kind of going to wonder like, what is that? Um, So then I had, you know, I said, okay, I need one volunteer. And they came up to the front of the room and I pulled out um, a milk jug and then I said, I, I need you to hold it. So then I asked the students, okay, what are some other careers that are associated with getting the milk from, um, actually this, that's not how I did it. <laughs> Sorry, this is how, this is how things go. We'd have to talk through it. I started out with, with um, a cow. So one side of the room, they were the cow and they had to, um, be basically the beginning of the chain. And then I had another student 
that had to stand at the other end of the chain and they work at the consumer. So they had the gallon of milk. So that was like okay. from cow to consumer. And okay. then I had them, I said, okay, what do we think? What career is associated with getting that milk from the cow over here on the left side of the room to the consumer over here on the right side of the room? And then someone would say, um, oh, they need, they need a truck driver. So then I said, of course we need a truck driver. And I took out a, um, like a truck driver hat. And then the students came up and, or that student came up and put the hat on their head. And then, and that's like the student that's like yelling it out, like truck driver. And then right. Yeah, that's you they're, up. Okay. Right. Then they're associated with it. And then we just kept going. So I had Ford, cause that's like the quality assurance person. I had, um, a white lab coat because that's the person that's kind of running all the tests and the the scientist at at the lab for the milk. Um, I had some medicine because you obviously have a vet that's going to take care of that that cow if it gets sick. Um, so as you can see, we just had all of these props, and it eventually gets every single one of your students involved. You might have I had monopoly money because that's the grocery store worker. Um, so eventually, how many kids did you have in your class? In your biggest class that you did this with? My biggest class is 26. So you had 26 students wrapped around the front of the room, whatever, in a circle, all holding an item that showcased a career that helps a product get to a consumer. Correct. And then we tried to kind of line it up to like, what do you, what do we think are the steps? And obviously some of them overlap, like you might have the veterinarian twice, um, some of those kinds of things, but we tried to line it up so we could see the huge, the chain of careers from producer to consumer and all of the different jobs that a lot of my students didn't even like think existed. Like they forgot about like, oh yeah, someone would have to check the milk. We would need a truck driver. We would need. Well, and I think they forget too, that it even relates to agriculture. Right. Like, yeah, they know that there's truck drivers, but they, I think some of those jobs are easily forgotten when we talk about what careers are related to ag. So when you did yours though, did you, was this an interest approach to careers or an interest approach to just ag in general? Cause correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Tam uses this kind of as like one of her very first activities to gauge what her kids know about ag. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So how did you use it? I did mine a little bit differently. So it was kind of like an introduction to ag. It was one of the first weeks of school, but I also tied it in with my food science unit. So after we did the careers, we went into some like food labels and um, package design and all those kinds of things. And then we actually did a pizza lab where students have to tell me all of the ingredients that go into a pizza and where those come from and some careers that are associated with it. So I tied in this interest approach because I wanted the students later on down the road to understand what I'm asking for, what I'm saying, what are the careers associated with pizza? What are all of the different steps that it takes to get from those ingredients on the shelf to the pizza that we all know and love? So that's how I okay. kind of did mine. I could, we should have made pizza and we could have eaten it while we did this. Missed opportunity there. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> And I did mine a little different because I was virtual. So basically, if you're doing this, make a huge list of things that you can showcase to kids 
so that you can get them all involved. You know, virtually it looked a little bit differently for me, but in the future, I, I want to do it face to face like Brianna did and get them standing up and moving. Uh, and so the more that you can think of the better. So that way you can, that chain gets really, really, really long and they get to see that. So I did this. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to do this. I guess we went virtual kind of at the last minute and we were supposed to be learning about robots and uh, using robots in the classroom. And that's really hard to do virtually. So I had to pivot a little bit and we had just uh, discussed uh, careers and soft skills. And so I took this as kind of an interest approach to start discussing about careers that they're interested in and it's going to move them right into taking a career interest survey um and so i did it and i set up my props on a table so i'm i'm all virtual i had my my computer screen propped up so i was standing and uh, i started class and i began with um i actually put my little milk carton in a plastic treasure chest that i got from the target like dollar spot um, Brianna, didn't I make you buy one? Yes. Yeah. And, and we were like, we're going to use this someday. I used it. And now there's proof of that. Um, probably the only time, but I have this pirate treasure, treasure, treasure chest to use whenever. And so I put the milk carton in there and I showed it on screen. And I was like, we have something very valuable, something very exciting to discuss today. And so they are just guessing up a storm and, you know, I would like open it a little bit and then close it again. And so then I said, okay, who likes milk? And then of course, you know, one kid like, I like milk. I love chocolate milk. And I was like, okay, um, you're the consumer today in this activity. You're the consumer. Um, and then I held up and I said, you are consuming your favorite thing is milk. And I opened up the pirate chest and showed the milk. Uh, and so I, I started to explain to them how I wanted, I wanted to highlight some careers that help get the milk to um, this volunteer, this the student, the consumer, and and I used the kid's name the whole time. How you know what are the careers that help get this milk to Brianna? Okay, and uh, so I I I walked them through it more than what Brianna did, only because I had props laid out, and that's what I needed. I had thirty minutes, so. Uh, we went with it that way. So I started by saying, and I, and in the show notes, I put kind of my script easily changed and modified. So please do that, add to it, whatever. And I just said, so where does milk come from? And, you know, kids are unmuting. Well, oh, before that, see, Brianna and I are going to mess this whole thing up. <laughs> I hope you're all following. Um, we really do know what we're doing. Uh, before that I said, Oh, I got, I forgot something. I'll, I got to go off screen. I'll be, still be able to hear you. So I was off screen, like scrambling to put this cow costume on. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, everybody, where does milk come from? They're like a cow. And I'm like struggling, right? It's a onesie. And I was like, okay, what, you know, does anybody know any cow breeds? So they're like a Holstein cow. I think somebody probably said dairy cow. So we got to work on that. But, um, and so they're saying breeds and like jumped on screen. I was like, yeah, a dairy cow. So now I'm the cow, right? Um, I don't know if they thought it, they're probably like, maybe we should just leave this class. 
but so I'm wearing this cow costume and I said, well, who owns a dairy cow? And then uh, somebody yelled farmer. And so I held up a tractor um, to represent the farmer and I think a pair of work gloves. And so at this point I've, you know, I've somehow shed the cow costume uh, and I just kind of start walking them through all of these careers. And I, some of them are props. Some of them are things that I wore. So I went, I, I did the farmer. Uh, I talked about, you know, how does um, the farmer needs to feed their cows? Who would they work with? Who would they work with to help feed their cows? Somebody said a feed salesman. Okay, perfect. So I held up a jar of hay uh, that I have um, as an example in my classroom. I said, okay, that's perfect. Yep, uh, farmers need um, good quality feed to to feed their animals. Um, what if the cow gets sick? Who does the farmer work with then? Somebody yelled at veterinarian. So for veterinarian, I showed a syringe and a bottle of vaccine. Then I discussed, well, farmers can employ people. They can hire people to milk their cows. So they talked about hired workers. And I actually have an old milking machine here that's uh, partially broken. Um, and I showed that. Uh, then we discussed farmers use equipment. What if they break? And then they, the kids said, oh, we need, we need a mechanic. So I showed a wrench to help repair that. Um, I also did health inspector, you know, to talk about um, when they visit the farm, looking at the parlor and the milking facility to make sure everything's up to date. Then we, um, I asked them, well, how do we get the milk to the bottling and processing facility? Oh, we need a truck driver. So I showed, I have an FFA semi. So I showed that um, I went, I didn't do as many as you did. You should. I want your list. I will link this. Yeah. yeah. I'll, come up, I'll write down my list and I'll yeah, link Personally, I want your list too. <laughs> because I think that was one of the hardest parts. And Tam mentioned that too in our like summer PD that we had, this lab days we refer to. Um, she mentioned that, you know, the bigger the class, you really start to get creative. But if you start to make this huge list like this, it'll be cake. Um, anyway. Well, I should mention too, like, yeah you might like just like how Nikki did with hers like you might have to scaffold a little bit because some of the more challenging ones like the clipboard that I had for like the quality assurance person yeah my seventh and eighth graders don't know what that is so I had to kind of scaffold that a little bit too so yeah. kind of keep that in mind if you have some more challenging ones they're not just going to get all they'll get they're going to get the more obvious ones yeah uh and that's what I did as I just kind of made myself the script of like prompting things to help them think about it yeah, I used a clipboard for health inspector too. And then I talked about, okay, now it's at the facility. We need somebody that runs the whole thing, hires workers and maintains it, make sure it's, you know, the plant is running properly. So they're like, oh, we need a plant manager. And so I put on a lab coat and splash goggles and um, got annoyingly close to the camera with my goggles. And then I said, okay, we're now back to the farm. We need to go back to the farm. You know, the farmer has these cows. Usually they produce for about six to seven years, but you know, uh, at some point that cow is now going to be used for meat. What career would help with that? And somebody else butcher. And I am off camera at this point, putting on a hamburger costume that I spent $40 at the Halloween store, best $40 I've ever spent of my life. Um, and then I jumped on screen with a hamburger costume on and for all of your viewing pleasure i included two small clips in the show notes of these things happening um uh, but anyway so when we get done 
Uh, I just kind of wrapped it up with, you know, here we, we filled this gap all the way from milk for Brianna, right? The consumer. And I held that up all the way to um, other, other needs such as hamburgers uh, and things. And I just said, as we explore ag and all that it represents, remember the variety of jobs uh, that contribute to ag in our everyday lives. And then I actually moved into like an A to Z activity after that. So the kids had to like the letters A to Z. And I got this from Tam too. They had to figure out, you know, um, careers that started with that letter um, as many as possible. So something fun uh, before we moved into talking about careers that they're excited about, they're passionate about um, and kind of a career interest survey uh, that we are trying to do. I did it virtually today. And of course the website wasn't working well. Naturally. Right? Naturally, yeah. As I had a student from SDSU, so Wyatt, if you're listening, sorry. Um, for all the technical difficulties, but he was joining us from Dr. Laura Hasselquist and um, watching me teach, attempting to use a website. So that was exciting. I think it's so important too to, to talk about these different things. And like you were talking about with your careers from A to Z, like tying that in with this, because a lot of our students, they might be interested in like advertising or marketing and they might yeah. think, I, I'm not interested in ag. Mm -hmm. Like that's not an ag career, but for them to truly understand that, like, you know, a dairy farm might need an advertisement or an advertising person. Um, they might need someone to market their milk. Right. You might be at some factory like General Mills and you might be a food scientist for them, but you might not think that that's ag related, but when they can see like the big picture, I, I kind of tied into what are some of the, the, um, ag places around town. Oh, that's that you wouldn't think really are yeah. egg businesses, but they really are. Well, and maybe, so. maybe the product, instead of milk, maybe you use a product that's something local for you. You know, maybe locally you have a lot of potatoes, I don't know, or flour, I, I guess. Uh, pick something that's maybe your kids are familiar with because it's popular in your area uh, and, and create this chain for that. But yeah, um, I thought it turned out really cool because we both did it in a completely different way. And uh, yeah, so check out the show notes and kind of meld both of our lists together and um, add, subtract, uh, do whatever. I, I thought it was really fun. And you could kind of do this anywhere, you know, if you're going into careers or just ag in general, diversity of ag. Right, well, I was kind of brainstorming too you know, as Nikki and I always do. And I thought like, even if you have like a horticulture or a, a botany class or something like that, like looking at what, what it takes to go from like a seed to a flower arrangement. Mm, that's a you good know, idea. Careers, or you could maybe even do it with yeah. like egg mechanics. Like what does it take to go from a tree, right? Cause our wood or, you know, whatever lumber, yeah. to lumber or to the footstool that you're making or whatever that project that's, might be. that's a good point that's really cool or maybe you do something like this and then you challenge your kids like brianna did with the pizza basically hey botany kids now that i've showed you milk you make your own value chain about a seed that you choose so they marigold that's not a cut flower but you know 
<laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, that would be really cool. But uh, I also included a photo of my table of props so you can kind of get an idea. If you're like really interested in doing like props and costumes and things, now's a good time. Like when Halloween's over, go to those Halloween stores when things are cheap. I also bought a ketchup and mustard outfit just because why not off of Amazon. Um, those will be showing up someplace too um, somehow, some way, <laughs> but now's a good time to pick some of that stuff up. And you never know when you're going to need those things. Like those costumes, you use them in your class, your kid, FFA kids can wear them when they're doing literacy strategies downstairs with the elementary kids and talking about, uh, items that we use and how ag affects that. Yeah, I have a I have a milk and cookies costume and then I have a hot dog and bun right now as well. I also do have a Christmas tree. I haven't quite figured out how to, and a gingerbread man, you know, some of those I things I might just, be a little bit of a stretch, but. I feel like 100% Darren is more gingerbread man. Like, I feel like the two of you, that's Brianna's teaching partner. Like you could just teach in that one day. Maybe yeah, like you're I mean, hyping up your, you know, fundraisers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that could be like, you know, if the chapter raises over $10,000, Mr. Spellhog and Miss Briggle will teach in these costumes for one whole day. There you go. I basically just revolutionized your entire fundraiser. <laughs> so yeah, check out the show notes uh, for those resources. One other thing that I wanted to mention is we, we've been listening to, we just do a lot of things. Um, we wanted to highlight some of the stuff that we've been really into lately. People ask, you know, what books are you reading or what podcasts are you listening to? So we wanted to share, uh, something about that today. So those of you listening, if you're interested in, um, listening to or reading what we're reading, you can. So the one thing that I wanted to talk about was the new EDU podcast. This is put on by Hope and Wade King, sponsored by the Hollis Company, right? I think so. From Dave Hollis. Yeah. So, right? Dave Hollis? Dave Hollis. Um, but so it's Hope and Wade King and they just started their episodes actually release on Mondays when ours do too. It's like, maybe they were watching us. Um, Dream, but, right? yeah, right. But so they only have, they only have three episodes, I think three or four episodes. And the one that I really liked and it's in, I'm not done with part two of it, but they talked about energy and like how we re-energize ourselves uh, during this time, during any time really, um, and keep motivated and excited while teaching. And kind of that, it kind of goes along with that work-life balance, but you know, if, if you're excited, they're excited. And so I really, I've really enjoyed that episode a lot. I want to go back and re-listen to it. I was listening to it while I was getting ready in the morning. I definitely need to sit down and like jot some notes down about that episode, but I, I really liked that. You, you got a chance to listen to that too, right? Yeah, I've listened to it a little bit. Um, I like their podcast. I also, 
kind of mind that I want to touch on is making learning magical with uh, Tisha Richmond. Her book is awesome. If you have not read her book, you need to. I'm so good. Um, but her podcast, so she's just, she just started season two this morning. Her episode dropped, I believe with Dave Burgess, but I started her- it. And then I stopped myself because I'm driving out to see Brianna soon and I have this really long drive. So I'm making myself wait until Wednesday night to listen to it. I have not listened to her that episode yet. I've listened to like part of it. And then I had some students in my room, so I, I turned it off, but her previous episodes from season one are awesome. She's interviewed a lot of really cool people and she did a whole series right when digital learning started, um, or remote learning or, you know, whatever you want to call it. And she had a lot of really cool people on there talking about what they're doing. A lot of tech teachers, and whatnot talking about what they're doing during remote learning. She is a culinary teacher by trade, but now she's a tech integration specialist. So she talks a lot about tech on there. So so you might get some great ideas. Um, I also wanted to talk about, um, I'm on TikTok. I don't make TikToks, but I watch see, I'm shaking my head at Brianna. I just can't get on TikTok. Those of you listening that are egg teachers or teachers in general that are making fun TikToks, like I commend you. I'm all about it, but I, that's not my thing. And I also hate searching through finding the good stuff. So I appreciate those of you that are like just sending me the good videos like Brianna does, or I see them on Facebook. Um, yeah. So if you are on TikTok or if you're not on TikTok and you want to check out Um, I don't know who this person is, but I watch all of her content and it's amazing. So she is at how I teach high school. So she's a high school English teacher and she is all, I feel like she's all remote. She does so many costumes and props and she'll like be a different person. So she'll cover up her. And this made me think of it when Nikki was talking about her costumes she'll cover up her webcam and she'll like have a doorbell that she rang. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like oh who's that someone's here and she'll cover it up and then she's like putting a costume on in the background and then she'll come back on and like the one day she was the grammar grandma and she was talking about (laughs) grammar in a grandma voice and just looking at her feed she has like so many different props and costumes and people that she is and she's a high school teacher and her students love it she what talks it? about all the time that her students how I think teach it's the is that what it is how i teach high school oh high school yep oh she's got an instagram for those of you that are not tiktok oh my gosh you guys like the one episode i'm gonna have to go i'm gonna have to go listen uh to more of these because the one brianna sent me was hilarious the thing is, is like, I want to be that person, but I'm terrible at like changing my voice for things. So when she's like talking like a grandma or like, she was like that one episode you sent me, wasn't she like an English accent or something? And she was like, well, hello. And like all hilarious. I am not great at that, but I want to be. And yeah, she was, yeah, she was doing a different accent. Oh, the she was a detective. Oh yeah. So yeah. About context clues. Um, she has one where she's Batman and Batman is explaining the week's expectations, like on their learning management system. 
Um, I see here on here she has, she's like Tiger King, Carol Baskin, like explaining it. So she just really finds fun ways to explain it. I've seen like, cause I always go and look at the comments cause I'm nosy like that. But I've seen like parents comment on there and say, my student was, or my son was in your class today and I had to stop and watch what th they were doing because it looks like so much fun. I hope, <laughs> I hope that's what my students felt. And maybe some of their parents when I wore my hamburger costume, she's on a whole nother level than I am. I hope to get there uh, because I thought it was exciting. And I also wore it around the school for the people that were here during distance learning just to make their day. And then I switched into my ketchup costume and then got stuck in it. And the, uh, the lunch lady had to uh, help me out of it. So there's that. Thankfully there were no witnesses. Um, but I'm, I'm pumped that she has an Instagram because I can't wait to watch everything on here. Oh, she's Harry Potter once. Yes, do the do all of that. Your kids are gonna love it. Uh, so recap: new EDU podcast, Hope and Wade King. Make learning magical podcast with Tisha Richmond. They're both on Spotify, and how I teach high school on TikTok or Instagram. Yeah. So that's our. That's our episode today, friends. Surprise episode that we didn't know we were going to do. Uh, but make sure to go check out the show notes. We're going to put resources in there about Tam's awesome careers from consumer to producer activity. And if you have a future topic idea, you want to be a guest on our show uh, because you want to be bragged about and inspire others, please reach out to us. Uh, we'd love to have you. And um, we thank you for listening.